Learn the most empowering hiring techniques. Land the most desirable talent. Launch your company towards massive success. This is the Higher Power Radio Show with your host, Rick Gerard. Let's talk about what really draws people to your company and keeps them there. Trust. Trust is what drives better decision-making, customer experience, and profitability. But trust is not gained after a person starts working for your company. It is established during the interview process. You see, people's job mindset has evolved over the past few years, and we are now being judged throughout the process for clarity, purpose, and structural integrity. Elements that demonstrate that you take your business seriously and are playing to win. When hiring, start with the end in mind. Focus on retention with the intention of building trust through the experience for maximum engagement and long-term growth. I'm Rick Gerard, and welcome to the Higher Power Radio Show. We help entrepreneurs and executives win-win the strongest hires. We do so by sharing insights from top-performing rebel entrepreneurs, game changers, and industry leaders like our guest today, Mr. Ville Hutu. Ville is the founder and CEO of Vincent USA. Now, Ville helped Vincent Finland reach 350 employees and took it public on NASDAQ First North Marketplace. And after the IPO, Ville moved to California to start Vincent's local subsidiary. Billy and the company have been recognized by several notable institutions, including 5,000 fastest growing companies in America's list. In 2020, he led the company to rank top 50 on the fast company's best workplaces for innovators list. And Ville is a known public speaker, and his leadership has been featured in several leading publications, including TechCrunch, Forbes Magazine, and Entrepreneur, which makes Ville the perfect expert for today's topic. Ville, welcome to the Higher Power Radio Show Thank today. Thank you. It's my pleasure. So today we're going to talk about uh, why and how to build trust. And we're going to do that in the form of a solution that you came up with, which is we're going to talk about this concept of CEO for a day. I'm sure that a lot of our audience, especially entrepreneurs, are probably cringing when they hear this idea. Like, so you're giving an employee the power to be CEO for the day. And yes, that's what you've done. Correct. And we've been doing it for four years now. So not just today. <laughs> four years. So let's talk a little bit about this. In my mind, you're empowering somebody to be CEO. Can you trust somebody to, to do that? That's, that's the question. And you know um, how trust works. It, it's a two-way street, uh -huh. right? So, uh, and it has to start from the top. So, uh, so basically what I'm, what I'm thinking is there's only one way you can give it a try or a try whether you can trust the employees is by just trusting them first. In our experience from this running this program for four years, uh, we know that, you know, by trusting your employees, you will earn their trust in return. We hear that a lot and we, we talk about it a lot. It's kind of a very discussed concept, but it's very hard to put into practice. Correct. Yeah. And I, I think it's about time to stop talking about it and I, I really start doing it. <laughs> I would agree 100 percent. Especially with all the, all the signals that are gone out of there. I mean, we, we have a tidal wave of people leaving companies. So if you're an executive right now and you're losing people, that should have been your wake-up call through last year and probably if you're still losing people this year. People are leaving companies because if you boil it down to the most important thing, it's trust, right? Yeah, and... and I think more importantly, it's the culture. So why people are leaving companies, they are looking for a culture that fits. And often we leaders, we tend to think that, okay, now we have to build a culture that fits. But um, the problem 
is we can't. So no one else can build the culture than the employees themselves. That is true. But I also believe that, that uh, your values that you kind of instill into the culture, right, filter down to build out the culture, right? Correct. Yes. So what the, the leader's job is to empower and trust. And the employee's job is to build the culture that fits. Because otherwise, it's, uh, it's a guessing game, right? So we are trying to guess what the employees might need. Which is interesting because all you have to do is ask them and they'll tell you. Like yeah, you they, they, they do, I promise you. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. no, and, and that's, that's sort of the, the problem. And it's not even a cultural problem overall. You might think that, you know, Europe versus USA and this and that. Actually, what's taking place in the, um, the workplace, you have so many things on your, under your responsibility that you don't really voice out your personal needs unless you have to. And that's why the CEO of the day is very powerful, because uh, all the employees will get to be a CEO, but you can't really uh, turn away. Um, and nobody has to go twice. So let's talk a little bit about this. So how has this been impactful to your company, or why has this been important to your company, uh, and important enough for you to run it for the past four years? The trust, so, sort of, um, it's, it's a nice word. And uh, like you said, we talk about trust a lot. But the, the only way sort of like to feed it into the system is really uh, make people responsible of, of owning those decisions and the trust and uh, the, the decision making and have them make decisions that we all live with, not just, uh, uh, you know, individuals or groups of people. Well, I think also you're keeping people engaged. The truth is, like, it's our job as leaders to make sure that our people are happy. And if they're happy, then they're engaged. And if they're engaged, then everything elevates within the company. Profits, growth, everything. Yeah, that's, that, that's how, how we see um, in the market. So, and if you look at the uh, U.S. labor statistics data today, most employees are actually over half of your employees are disengaged. Uh, today and and uh, think about sort of you, you brought up a good point of um, the performance or um, of, of the company and the business you know think about the situation where your employees would be fully engaged not not disengaged which is the other situation today any tools that lead us towards that goal I think will be worth it what has it done for your business how has this spurred growth for, for Vincent? We've been in the United States for five years now, and we started with zero revenue, as most young companies do. And last year, we went over 10 million in revenues. And that's in only five years. Uh, we were also named uh, one of the best workplaces for innovators by the Inc. magazine. And, uh, and we also made it to the Precious Inc. 5000 list of fastest growing companies. Our growth last year was 65%. Um, 65% growth? Yes. And you've been consistently doing that year over year? Yes. Yeah, so we've been, we've been growing yeah, year in year. And um, that, that was the, the last year number. And we're going to be um, much higher this year, obviously. So it's, it's, it's a continuing uh, trend. But it's, it's, you know, the growth and profitability, uh, they are very loose targets. They are not meaningful to employees and uh, they might be you know the shareholders they appreciate that you know of course but it, so our goals should be in, um, in something else in our case our KPIs 
are employee satisfaction and client happiness. Those are great KPIs to build into your company. All right, you're listening to the Higher Power Radio Show. I'm your host, Rick Gerard. For our podcast listeners, we're going to take a quick educational moment from our sponsors. Hey, check out stridesearch.com. There you'll find a link to order your copy of Healing Career Wounds. Let it be your guide to win-winning the strongest hires for your company. Our guest today is Ville Huntu, CEO of Vincent USA. And we're talking about trust. Now, you had a really creative way in which you guys have been able to build trust into your company, which you call CEO for the day. First, lay out for me what CEO for the day is. Yeah, CEO of the day is a program where we select one employee to be CEO for a day. And he or she can make whatever one decision with unlimited budget, as long as it makes our workplace better. Okay, so that's the only parameters. That's As long as it benefits the workplace of the company. Uh, Correct. Okay, so let's say I'm a salesperson. I'm thinking, hey, I'm CEO for the day. What if I wanted to buy a Ferrari so I can go impress <laughs> all the clients? And, and then I, I, think I, I think you, you <laughs> might, as the CEO of the day, ask yourself, how does it make our workplace better? So that, does it really make the workplace better if one guy has a Ferrari uh, by the other company? What if it's the company Ferrari? And that, that's, 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 a, that's a better concept. Yeah. But, but then again, you know, um, what we've seen during the, uh, the four years is that people really use the company money as they would use their own. And they don't put all, if Ferrari costs, what is it, four or 500K, uh, they, they don't, pro- I don't think they put that kind of money into one investment as in they can get so much more that will actually make the workplace much better for the other workers so i think if you were the one who actually called like said well i'm buying a ferrari for the office you probably get a lot of backlash i would imagine yeah you 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 would imagine (laughs) i i would too so how did you come up with this concept um this concept actually came from an employee i i can't really own it i implemented it yeah, we are in 2018, and it's time for uh, John, one of our software engineers, to have his annual performance review. So he sent me uh, a calendar invite to the review with, um, with a pretty cheeky title, I have to say. It said, Promote John to CEO. <laughs> and I, I, I thought, well, that's, that's a wild like idea. <laughs> yeah, 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 I like him too. And, and so, but sort of like... Uh, First, obviously, I'm, I'm struggling because I'm, I'm thinking, you know, this guy has a lot of nerve, you know, thinking he can do my job. But of course, um, on the other hand, you know, what if, like, what if I do it? And uh, do I throw him under the bus, you know, making him unlike it? What if he makes a decision that people don't like? Or uh, on the other hand, what, what if people like him more and <laughs> want, want him to continue as a CEO? Yeah, and there's a struggle there, right? They, like, uh, so we, we went back and forth, and I discussed with my leadership team, uh, who were obviously concerned, um, as you might uh, imagine. And, uh, but it's one of those things where, where you, when you can't decide, uh, you know, sometimes maybe means yes. And uh, we wanted to give it a try. And uh, so we made John CEO for one day. And um, I told him, you know, you can do whatever. So you get to park in your parking spot? Uh, <laughs> no, let's not talk about it. I, I'm a cyclist. I, uh, my bike has a spot. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so he he made one decision. He decided to, to get uh, beanbag chairs to our lounge instead of the, the chairs that I bought. 
So uh, he um, oh, so he got rid of the chairs that you guys had and got beanbag chairs. Yeah, so we have beanbag chairs, and I hate beanbag <laughs> chairs. Uh, but I was gonna say they're like really difficult to get out of sometimes. Yeah, but you know they're the, great if you just want to Netflix and chill. But right, yeah. Well, you know, it splits people into two different camps. But the the thing is, uh, we spoke about trust before yeah. earlier. So uh, that was the moment. Like we built a new level of trust you know, much stronger than ever before in that moment, because I trusted him with a big responsibility and he trusted me not to judge his decision, even though it was against my personal preference, clearly. So um, that experience uh, taught us a lot and, and that's why, why we started doing it. It's, it's every, every month we have one CEO of the day decision. I would imagine after a while, it's now a competition who can come up with the best decision. Sure, and uh, we do. Is it or no? You know, we, we do encourage discussion with the uh, among the the colleagues. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, that that's healthy. I do not get involved, and uh, I do not approve or uh, so it's a decline anything. You. Uh, it is yeah. okay. And uh, yeah, it's it's always an exciting moment, almost like a Christmas Eve to me. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> once a month uh, to see what's coming up, but. But yeah. Are you going to get a lump of coal in your stocking or are you going to get some goodies? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They come with really, really good initiatives. Like, for example, um, one thing um, comes to my mind from last December when we had worked like two years remotely. And, uh, and there's a lot going on in the world. And Alicia, who works in our people operations, realized that, you know, people can feel overwhelmed or stressed with the situation. And... And thanks to her decision, we now have company-paid uh, mental health service for all the employees. Okay, and like that, somebody who who comes in and talks to people. Yeah, or? we, we nice. yeah we have a service that they they can engage. And um, you know, the the reason or the yeah, I think the reason it's really powerful is that when it came from an employee instead of me, most almost everyone has signed up. So think about like if I came and told them that you guys, I, I think you feel overwhelmed or stressed, you need to go and see someone versus they coming up with their the solution themselves. So it's, be, it's been a much, much stronger. It's always much more powerful when it comes from, from your employees. Yep. And, and I, I find it fascinating that we don't listen sometimes to our employees when they're telling us these things. It's hard. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there are so many, so many things uh, on the plane and uh, plate and, and often it's like if you don't create clear parameters on how this works, um, often the, the one who's shouting the, the loudest gets their opinion uh, raised. But now when we're taking turns every month, it's actually very powerful. Okay, so everybody gets to go once, and then once you're done, you don't go again? Correct. So that's forcing growth, too, because you have to continue to grow the company. <laughs> Otherwise, you run out of people for CEO of the month. Yeah. Yeah, we are a uh, growth company, and we, we hire a lot. That's good. I want to delve into how you did it. Some of our audience might be scratching their head going, okay, this sounds like a really cool idea, but how would I implement this into my company? What steps did you take to do this? It was your idea. Do you give it to somebody else to take ownership? I mean, how do you get everybody on board? Yeah, and, and thanks to John, it was John's idea. I implemented it. And I, I think you uh, want to have your leadership team on board, for sure, before you do anything that. But other than that, you only need one person who will be the first CEO of the day. And uh, the, the way we do it, so every month we select one employee to be the CEO of the day. He will have unlimited budget 
to make one decision as long as it makes our workplace better. Like I said, we encourage discussion, but the CEO will own his or her decision. So, and it, it's going to be lasting. So, as you know, CEO decisions, you don't revoke yeah. them. Uh, it's, They're hard they, to change. Yeah, they, yeah. they stay. If you're trying to get your people to take ownership and actually drive this, then probably the best way to roll this out is to let them listen to this episode. They get the idea and they share it from you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, or, and, or listen to an article or something like that. Yeah. Right? And, and one, one thing to note here is uh, we focus our CEO of the day to improve our workplace. But you could um, use it to improve, improve your sales process or marketing. And, and, and whether you lead a team or a group of people, you can do it within that group. Uh, as as well, because the employees, the people in your team have a lot of good ideas that, you know, when you empower them to implement them, uh, you know, you'll you'll improve whatever you're aiming to improve. I would imagine interdepartmentally, you know, sometimes you share ideas or you're afraid to share ideas because you think they're going to get shot down. Now you have the power to be able to do this. Correct. Yeah. And I would imagine that some people uh, did. Have you ever had anybody say, no, I don't want to be CEO for the day yet? Um, some people have tried, um, but um, <laughs> yeah. It's something that also teaches you about decision making and it gives you an opportunity to try and work in a leadership po position. Even uh, like you may have a dream of uh, working in a leadership position in the future. So now you can try it and uh, it's, it's risk free. Uh, environment to do that. That's very cool. And it's super supportive. You get everybody on board. Now what needs to happen? I would imagine you have to deal with getting leadership to step aside, right? Yeah, or um, yeah, step aside or um, not make the decision for the CEO. Was that difficult for you? It's super, uh, it's super difficult. I reply with two words, uh, no comment. And it's, I, I leave it at that. It's, it's, it's very hard because obviously, um, you know, whatever the decision is, um, I typically have an opinion on it. So I, um, I, I want to stay away. But that's, okay. the, that's the only true well, way. Well, what about the it. other leaders in the organization? You've got to get them on board with them not saying anything either, right? You've taught all of them to say no comment. Yeah, there, there's very little um, manage, managing in, in, our, in our company, so I don't really know what they talk about or discuss with okay. the employees too much. Uh, but um, th this is a, um, I think th this is something that, that's uh, continuously evolving and improving in the, the process itself. How did you present this to the other leaders in the organization now, your other stakeholders? <laughs> yeah, um, so our leadership team, obviously, uh, when I uh, told them about the idea, the, the, the scenarios they came up with were obviously the, uh, the worst. Like and somebody's going to buy a Ferrari. Yeah, and, and, and uh, cause, you, know, you know, leaders are very good at trying to figure out why not to change things and keep them everything like you know stable but but when we uh, started uh, mapping out the uh, different scenarios and and looking at also the positives the empowerment we did research on the topic and couldn't find anything similar anywhere else sort of uh, like i said we had uh, a lot of pros a lot um, a few cons that were a little concerning but decided to go and go ahead and and give it a try and, and that's uh, to be 
brutally honest, that's what we did. We gave it a shot and it's working. It's really working. You almost have to have everybody agree that, hey, look, you're not going to give any approval on this. I mean, it's basically, it's your decision. We all step aside and we support you. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think anyone, anyone feels like a CEO if they have to ask uh, decisions for, or approvals for, you know, whether we get uh, snacks or beer gigs to our office, which have both happened. Uh, we have a lot of, uh, you know, fruits and what else? Well, like, we actually have two beer gigs because the, the one is for IPA and, and the, the second one is a monthly subscription. But, you know, CEOs typically when they make decisions like that, they don't ask for approvals. It's under their mandated to do so. If that if it improves the the workplace and by the way, now for all the HR people, uh, we also have a company bait Uber taking employees home after the beer tasting thing. So, it's it's safe. That's good. Okay, so we had to get everybody on board. Then you basically had to get the management team to kind of step aside and allow this to happen. And then your third step would be what having the person take ownership. Yeah, so we have a monthly meeting, all hands meeting, where uh, the CEO of the day uh, reveals his or her decision. And, and the, the way we do it, it's actually in a storytelling format. So we set the stage, we describe the, uh, the problem, solution, and an outcome. So there's all, also a, an element of, um, of presenting and describing your decision, not just the, uh, you know, I decided this, but more like setting the other background. And that, that's, that's typically how CEOs explain when they make big, big decisions. So there's, a, there's an element to that. But uh, once the decision has been uh, made, it's, it's time to implement it. And that's something that you as a CEO often forget. So our yeah. new CEOs of the day forget that, okay, um, how do I make this happen? Oh, so they come up with the idea, and then they're also driving to implement the, Correct. the idea. Correct, yes. Okay, so they're not just handing it off to you to drive. No, 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 no. So that becomes a project for them, essentially. Yes, correct. And, you know, it's, uh, it's, it, it's interesting. I, um, another exp example I, I always think about is, is uh, Sean, who's our Arizona-based programmer. And now many of the employees in the United States, we still work remotely. And he really likes to work from home, but he doesn't love cleaning the home. So what he decided is that um, our remote employees now have $100 per month reimbursed for cleaning services. So it's much more productive and enjoyable to work from a clean home instead of a home that hasn't been cleaned in a while, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and yeah. What, would you, I've would, been on some Zoom meetings where you see stuff in the background. Right, but, but it's, it's, not, it's some, yeah. something you don't think about. Yeah, it's, it, but it was a great thing that came from from someone who do. And he's probably happy now, right? Absolutely, yeah. Has somebody coming in and taking out the trash weekly. And getting rid of the pizza boxes. Oh yes. And we we all are happy. We're using using <laughs> that benefit for sure. You're you're having them in Zoom meetings going, wait, can you get rid of that pile behind you? <laughs> <laughs> and and what I hear often is like, okay, um, you guys are crazy. You 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 spend a lot of money on on this. This is a very expensive program. And uh, we actually calculated it out. And we haven't spent one single penny more than we would have otherwise spent while keeping employees happy, healthy, and engaged. Then you can tie that back to the fact that you have a really low attrition rate, right? Yes. Um, but I, I think you can tie it back to the, uh, the fact that, you know, uh, we are very efficient 
in spending the money on something they really need, you know, because uh, these needs, they come from employees instead of them coming from us. So we are not trying to guess what they might need. We know precisely what they need and yeah. we spend the money there. That's fantastic. I think you've given us some really good ways in which we can roll it out. I mean, really, to me, I'm summarizing it up is you make the call, you get everybody on board, and then get management team to bow to the decisions, and then essentially you're giving ownership, and they make and drive the whole decision. I, I, I love what you're trying to do. I see you're trying to create the rules. But, you know, the, the whole idea of the, uh, the initiative and the program is not to create rules. <laughs> so we, we empower and we let them to create the rules. We, uh, you well, know, you still have to create a structure around it. I mean, you have the rule that you can't, you have, to, yeah. you have to spend it on something that's going to make the workplace better. Yes. Right? Like if I was working for you, I would have had a new Ferrari. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just playing with you. And then you but, probably would have canned me. Yeah, but <laughs> but but here's the other thing: if you start adding too many boundaries around it, uh, too many policies limiting the fact, yeah. um, setting a budget even for the decision, you know, it doesn't work anymore. Because nobody feels like a CEO if you have twenty dollars to spend or yeah. forty dollars, or let's say if you gave them a budget of 5000 that's exactly what they're going to spend. And that's why the budget has to be unlimited. That's a really good point. All right, shoot, we're getting pretty close on time, Ville. Um, what would be two or three key takeaways you can give the audience that can plug into their business today? Um, I think the, uh, the takeaway from, from here is that whether you lead a team, group, or an entire organization, um, I challenge you to uh, join the movement and make, make your employees CEOs for a day. Um, because, you know, only by trusting them, you will earn their trust in return. And with employees like that, there's really no stopping where your business can go. That is so very true. Billy, thanks so much for your time investment today. And I want to welcome you to the Higher Power Radio community. Now, how can people find Vincent, find yourself? Uh, how can they reach you guys? Uh, we are... Vincit.com, that's V-I-N-C-I-T.com. And um, my contacts are in there. And also, of course, uh, LinkedIn is the, the best place to work, find me. And as always, we'll have all those links in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in this week's episode of Higher Power. A quick thanks to our team, Brian Colburn, Andrea Ballin, and Ayla Gerard. If you're listening to the podcast, please subscribe, review, and share. After all, the show's for you, and we want to continue to make valuable content that you can plug into your business today. You can join the Higher Power Radio community at Higher, H-I-R-E, Power, P-O-W-E-R, Radio, R-A-D-I-O.com, or you can drop me an email at rickatstridesearch.com. Tune in next Tuesday. Our guest is going to be Steve Newcomb. Steve is the former CEO of Famous, and he's also the writer of one of my favorite kind of articles that I've called The Cult Creation. I'm Rick Gerard, your host, and you have been listening to the Higher Power Radio Show. Aloha. Thank you for listening to Higher Power Radio. Catch our LinkedIn Live show every Tuesday at noon or download the podcast on iHeartRadio, iTunes, YouTube, or your favorite podcast platform. We appreciate you joining us on Higher Power Radio with your guide to hiring success, Rick Giraud.